0: You are dialed into the Success Line podcast, the place where you get a chance to phone a friend, call in a lifeline and ask a favor of someone who's
1: been there and done that. This is real people getting one-on-one coaching with Success Entrepreneurship editor and New York Times best-selling author Rory Vaden. Here's Rory.
0: Hey there, it's Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group and your host of The Success Line. What you're about to hear is a real-life conversation with somebody that I am just meeting about the actual struggles they are facing each and every day in their life and their business. You and I are gonna meet them at the same time. We're gonna have an honest talk and then stick around at the very end and I'll do a debrief and a recap highlighting some of the biggest takeaways that you can apply to your own life. Let's get started. Welcome to the success line. I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Zandrine, who I have actually known a little bit. She's a client of ours at Brand Builders and has been for a while. So we have a little bit of background, but uh, we had a spot that was open and uh, we just thought her question was perfect and that you should meet her. And what she's dealing with is super relevant for so many people, uh, so many of you. So Zandrine, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Rory. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so glad that this opened up for me. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, so tell tell us a little bit about what is your business? Who do you serve? What's your business model? And then, you know, what's your what's your question for the success line?
1: Okay, so my primary business model is one on one coaching. And love it. Um, I've I've worn many hats in my progression of being a coach, but right now I am a manifestation coach and simply put, I help women create more of what they want. Mm. Right? I let I, I help them get rid of the limiting beliefs, uh the the lack of worthiness, self-doubt, insecurity, and bring them to a space of confidence that what they want is possible. So there's a lot of different things that I bring into my work. And there is a lot that I have also gone through in my own personal journey. Uh, I started my online business as a yoga teacher. I was doing that for over 10 years. And that's what I marketed myself as. And that's what I'm actually still pretty much known for. I started my Instagram account, you know, posting my practice and sharing all that. So there was a bit of a transition in, you know, being a a coach and creating more content around that. And so my question is, I would
0: would just say like right away, you know, it's so funny talking to you now versus, you know, in the, in the past, like you actually have a very clear, what we would call a brand positioning statement that. that, Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Well, that the 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 idea that confidence is really what you provide and, you know, we're in the, we're very much inside of the space of self-love and and I think you, you know, you you mentioned a little bit just even in that short introduction that you help what you help women get rid of is their lack of worthiness and self-doubt. That is hugely clarifying even from I think where you began is to go the the more clearly you can articulate the problem, Mm -hmm. the more likely people are to pay you for the solution. Absolutely. And and so that's what a lot of people struggle with is they know what they do, but they don't know what problem they solve. Mm. And so, you know, low self-worth and Mm self-doubt are very, very clear problems that even as I heard you talk them out, I was able to understand, oh, because if I know what problem you solve, then I know who I can refer you to and my, Mm. my ears listen to it. But if I, you know, like manifestation coach is interesting. um, I don't not like that. I I don't have, I don't have anything against that, Mm -hmm. but unless somebody tells me I'm looking for someone to help me be better at manifesting, I wouldn't know to refer you. But if I know that the problem you solve is anyone struggling with self Doubt or insecurity, that's a much more universal thing to refer people for. Right. And so that is like always selling the, selling the problem and promoting the problem as much as you promote the solution. And most people do the opposite. They only promote the solution. They don't do a good enough job of promoting the problem. So even just hearing your language here of how you've been, you've been working on it. I just wanted to give you that encouragement and also kind of, you know, shine a light on that self-doubt and insecurity to me is, I hear that very clearly. So mm. what's your question?
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's a product of a lot of the work that we've been doing. So I appreciate that. So uh, my question is that I have a lot to pull from in terms of my knowledge, my expertise, my experience. You know, I mentioned that I have over a decade of experience as a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I that's was the
0: start. That was really like the start.
1: That is the start. And that's also kay. a big foundation of my work. Because I yep. pull in a lot of, you know, I pull from into breathing and, and meditation, um, holistic wellness. And mm-hmm. through my own personal journey of a very challenging labor, I started to do work around sacred sexuality and connecting to my womb. And that's hmm. a lot of work around self-love. And so there's so much richness in my work that I want to share and I want to market myself as. And when I think and I hear though, just the term manifestation coach, I think that, wow, there's so much more to me than that. And that's why I also feel like sometimes these titles can be limiting. And I feel like there are also other multi-passionate entrepreneurs like me who have so much to bring to the table. And I think that that can be What is challenging in terms of branding, in terms of brand positioning and marketing? So
0: let me talk about that for a second, okay? Because defining yourself by any constraint is Mm -hmm. inherently limiting.
1: Very true. Like
0: to to say I'm a one-on-one coach or to say I do yoga, to say I do any of these things is limiting. Here's the problem that entrepreneurs struggle with. We resist limits. It's part of what makes you a great (laughs) entrepreneur, right? We resist limits. Yep. The reason when you have a conversation about branding and marketing and effectively, what I would say a lot of our expertise is at brand builders group is positioning. The reason for the limits has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with your customer even though you resist limits, which I would tell you to do, right? That's like part of what you do in your work is help people break through limiting beliefs. The problem is that people, the general population is so bombarded with messages and competitors and, and media and communicators and personal brands. And they're so fried. Their attention span is so fried. They need to be able to quickly put you in a box Mm. to go. She can help me with that Mm. because when I have that problem, I need a person who can solve that problem. When I have a problem, I need the tool to fix that problem, or I need the person to fix that problem. And if you are everything, which you are, you're a multi-dimensional, multi-passionate person. We all are, but that's the difference between who you are in your identity and who you are in your marketing positioning. Your marketing positioning has to put you in a box because otherwise I don't know what the hell I can hire you for. <laughs> right. Um, and so this is a natural struggle for a lot of entrepreneurs. One, because you know, we typically are multi-passionate and we also, a, a lot of entrepreneurs are ADD. Let's face it, like we like to learn about all new stuff all the time. Yes. But, but your customer needs to understand what, what can you do for them? Uh huh. Right. It's, and, and I think that's where I think a lot of entrepreneurs get this wrong is they, they think of it as like bottling up their spirit in a logo or in a website <laughs> That's and it's feel. like it's more practical than that it, it, it it's more of like i need to just be a listing in a phone book that people could look up when they have this problem and my name is there and they go great i will pay him i will call him and pay him money um so, anyways, that's just a little background on the mindset here mm-hmm. of of like part of it is you're resisting the limit because that's what you do because you're not someone who is defined by limits and that's what you know makes you a great entrepreneur. But what makes you a great entrepreneur sometimes makes you a not as good marketer. Now, I'm not citing to you specifically, Zandrine, but in general, sure. Because marketing is about communicating clearly, um, clear is greater than clever. Mm. Clear is greater than clever. Um, and so we need to figure out how to put you in a box. And, and by the way, so, so here's a little bit of a balance. I, I love the way, uh, one of my friends, uh, is Sally Hogshead. Have you ever heard of Sally Hogshead? No, I haven't. She's she's fabulous, but um, she she has uh written you know a couple of New York Times best selling books, and she talks all about fascination, and uh, she's someone that I've learned a lot from on this. and And the way that Sally described it to me was, she said she was coaching me on being a speaker, right? Because I've struggled with this my whole career of like, well, I can speak on this and that and this, and she said, what you got to do is you got to be able to put yourself inside of a box, so that people can immediately go, oh, you're this. But then you want to immediately differentiate yourself from everyone else who's inside of that box, right? So that's that's a part of what the of what the art is here. Um, but, anyways, coming back to your question, coming back to the practicality of your question. So that's a little bit of the mindset, as I would just say, give yourself permission to put a box around what you do as a professional not for the purpose of limiting or restricting your art, but for the purpose of making it easier for people to find you and choose you. And then once they choose you, you can open them up to all these other things. Does Mm, that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Which is what I do, right? When they're in my containers, then I can share all these things and they're so open to it. However, yeah. there are a number of specific themes that I want to share more of, which yeah. is why I'm starting to think, well, does that still fall under the umbrella of me as a manifestation coach?
0: Are you not loving the concept of manifestation I, coach? No,
1: I love it. Okay. So this create, this was created basically from, It's just program- so you know,
0: that's an important part for us. Okay. Mm-hmm. We talk about finding your uniqueness to sure. us the way you light up or don't light up when we talk about this yeah. is a huge part of the test for uh, sure. you know the the i call it the goosies test because yes. um, you, you may have heard me talk about this i love the show aj and i love the show um, world of dance and jlo sometimes she says ooh i got goosies mm-hmm. so when we're when we're trying to find somebody's positioning we're looking for the goosies like i feel goosebumps so mm-hmm. if manifestation coach speaks powerfully to you, Mm -hmm. that's a very important part of the calculation is to go, if that lights you up, that's important. Um, so, so that's good. All right. So then where are you struggling? Like what, what's, what's the actual, if you're okay, calling yourself a manifestation coach, then what are you
1: struggling with? I'm struggling with, wanting to still create more content, more programs, more offerings around this whole what I was told is the the journey around self-love and sacred sexuality because that has been my path to really own my power and step into my confidence. And this is a big piece to in order for them to manifest what they want. But when I was in this program, they were like, "Oh, you're you're a self-love coach? Nobody's that you know, up at night thinking, I just need to love myself more. Let me look for a self-love coach. They're like, what do they end up doing as a result of loving themselves more? And I said, well, they step into their confidence and they create more of what they want. They're like, you sell that.
0: Yeah. Right? Well, you always want to sell the destination, sure. not not the journey, right? So so it, it's a little bit, I mean, it's interesting because to me, self-love, is that one's kind of like a, that's a, that's all, that's a little bit of a blend of both a destination. Like you end up being at a place that you feel good about yourself, Mm -hmm. but I hear you describing self-love as more of the vehicle, right? It's the, it's the journey is, is, as you learn self-love, what results from that is confidence and, you know, happiness and wellness and whatever the person's trying to manifest so that self-love is the vehicle and the destination is confidence. Like that's, that is what we would call the, the, the payoff. So, um, now the, um, so I don't see anything, I don't see anything wrong. I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, like if you said, okay, self-love is your uniqueness. This is, this is, you don't, which by the way it is. Uh-huh. Okay. But you don't, that's internal, right? You you don't market the vehicle. You market the destination.
1: Right. Which the, is what I've the, been doing, which is why I switched to manifestation coach as opposed to being a self-love coach back in the day. But let's say if I want to create still a program around sacred sexuality and self-love, my question, how does that fit within this manifestation umbrella?
0: Okay, great. So, well, it's, it's so simple. Like you mentioned these things that you've done, which makes sense, right? Because this is another thing we say all the, t- all the time. You're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Exactly. Right?
1: This is okay. my journey.
0: So you've, you have gone through yoga and holistic wellness and martial arts and manifestation. And now you've got this kind of like new sacred sexuality component you're calling Mm -hmm. it to me those are all mechanisms of self-love that lead to confidence so self-love is kind of like the big container those are the how-tos right so like one of the ways to i mean that that is possible wellness it, it, it the one thing I'm wrestling with a little bit is it almost feels like wellness is like your can could be also your container a little bit, because when you go, what are all the different ways to achieve wellness? And it's like, Oh, well there's the mindset stuff, which is metaf- manifestation and meditation. There's the physical stuff, which is yoga. Um, but if you, if you stick with self love, I mean, holistic wellness, what would you call that? Is that like diet? Is that like, you know, is that like essential oils and diet? It's basically
1: lifestyle coaching.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, So, so it's, it's like lifestyle coaching. So, you know, getting rid of toxic substances, whether you're eating them or they're cleaners in your house or whatever. So to me, that is, um, now it's, it's interesting again, right? Because that feels to me, not as much a tool of self-love as it does of like wellness. Like to me, well, it's possible that wellness could just be the destination. Like it's, 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 it's confidence and it's wellness. Um, and you know, your diet, your environment, your, um, you know, your mindset, your physicality, your sex life, uh, your self-talk or what you, you know, your, your, what you think about however you'd want to say that manifestation to me, those are all sort of like weapons. Those are all different tools that you would use to achieve wellness. Right? So that's, that's how you, that's how you know, is you go, is this a tool to achieve something or is this the result is this the, is this the result of what shows up after you do all of these things, right? Right? Like, um, in other
1: words, is it the vehicle or the destination?
0: That's right. Like wellness isn't really a vehicle. Like, how do I do wellness? Wellness is more of a destination, diet, exercise, sex, mindset. Those are vehicles. Those are things that I can do that lead me to wellness. Um, now that could be your, so your payoffs could be more like confidence and wellness. Your, um, your, your, your vehicles could be like, you know, yoga, martial arts, sexuality, manifestation, meditation, diet, environment, however you would say ho- holistic. Um, th- and those are all so it's kind of like if, you know, the way that we often think is if you were gonna write a book, the mm-hmm. book is about how to achieve wellness and and confidence. The chapters are h- how to how to get there, right? So the the destination, the payoffs, those are what the book is about, you know, or what the course is about, or in your case, what the coaching program or coaching curriculum is all about. The the chapters are the, 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 the weapons of how to do that. They are, they're not what it's about. They're how to get there. So it's like, I got to do physical stuff. I got to do mindset stuff. I got to do spiritual stuff. Like, and these are all the different, they're literally vehicles. They're, they're mechanisms. Yoga is a vehicle. Martial arts is a vehicle. Meditation is a vehicle. Um, Manifestation or mindset is a vehicle changing your environment. Those are all tactical things that I can do that lead me to something of, of which it, it, it kind of, so it kind of feels to me like wellness is the destination here mm. and those are the vehicles. Now what I, I still think you're, yeah. So anyways, that, how do you feel about that? Does that, that's what is showing up for me?
1: Well, that's how people see me. You know, I talked about, not only yoga and my, my page and my online platforms, but very much geared towards wellness. So that's pretty much like how I unintentionally have branded myself. You know, they, they, they think about a healthy lifestyle. Oh, let's go ask Andrean about something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: that's why, yeah,
0: that's an, to me, that's an, that's an unignorable through line to everything that you're, that you do. I mean, like if I didn't even know you, but if somebody just showed me a list on a page that said yoga, martial arts, diet, environment, sexuality, meditation, manifestation, and they said, what is in common of all of these things? I would look at that list and I would go, these are all vehicles to achieve wellness or happiness or peace or right. Those are. And, and so I think those are, that is how you know what your payoffs are what are all the things that show up if you do all of these things so it's it's confidence it's wellness it's peace it's prosperity right so those are the things you sell you you teach the vehicles but you sell the destination you market mm-hmm. and sell the destination and you market and sell the problem right so where people get mixed up is like how do i how do i sell yoga and martial arts and sexuality and meditation that feels hard to tell that story it's like it is hard to tell that story you don't want to tell that story (laughs) What you sell you sell two things insecurity self-doubt right you Mm -hmm. sell the problem Mm -hmm. and you sell the payoff or the or the destination which is confidence and wellness and and prosperity and abundance like whatever words you'd want to use for that But, but if I had to pick two, I would, I would, I would say that you probably sell self-doubt and wellness, but you don't have to sell yoga and martial arts and, and well, you don't have to sell all those things. Those are the things you teach in the program. But, but like, people buy the finished product. They don't buy the tool, right? Like sure. I crashed AJ's car. We had a snowstorm and I crashed AJ's car a few weeks ago. It was really scary. No. I told this whole story about it on Instagram. I was, <laughs> I was sliding backwards down the hill. It was scary. I had to crash on purpose. Right. But like, I just need someone to fix the car. I don't need to know what tool they use and right. where do they order the paint from. And like, you know, I just need to be like, where do I take it and like fix it for me? I think you're getting lost as happens a lot is we're marketing the the methodology mm-hmm. instead of marketing the 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 destination and the and the problem it's like the beginning and the end that's really what you what you market
1: okay so then after having this conversation you don't feel like the manifestation box fits everything the all the the vehicles that i've mentioned and instead I- it would be wellness. Like what box would you put me in for people to understand the body of my work and the depth that I can bring them?
0: I mean, it's interesting, but I, I, uh, you know, I was if, 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 if you love being a manifestation coach, I think you could call yourself that, but, but I would say I'm if, not married
1: if, to it. This okay. is just like I said, like a tool Here's the for thing. people to understand what if, I do. If,
0: if manifestation is what you do, if it like, to me, the vehicles would all be related as subsets of manifestation, which would be mostly like mental stuff. Like to, at least the way I see it is it doesn't allow as much for the physical. Like a lot of the stuff you're doing here is it's physical. very
1: physical. People know me as the physical.
0: Yeah. Like breathe. I mean, breathing, I could kind of buy into as part of like manifestation, but mm-hmm. like, you know, sexuality, I mean, yoga. I mean, uh, so I actually think it's more of like, you're a wellness coach and, um, you know, but I, you could call yourself whatever it doesn't matter so much what you call yourself. (laughs) What matters is that you articulate clearly what problem you solve for people.
1: Mm, Okay. So what I'm getting is the focus in the marketing needs to be on the problem that I'm solving and the payoff, basically what I'm able to provide for them as a result of us working together.
0: That's right. And I think the reason why I say, uh, like self doubt feels more than insecurity. I don't, I, I guess, you know, they're so closely related, but to me, yeah. insecurity feels like a very emotional thing. Right. And self doubt has a little bit more of a hint of the physical, um, you, you know? And so that's why I, there's something to me that shows up as very physical about what you're, what you have done and what you believe in and what you teach. And so bringing an energy of that into this, makes sense. Right. Like, um, so it it feels to me more like wellness. I mean, the, um, you know, and when I think manifestation too, it's like the payoff of manifestation is typically like money, prosperity, abundance, which is fine. That's a subset of what you do, but I don't think that's so narrowly what you do. I, I, I almost hear you saying, you don't even care about the money. It's more of like if you get your life in order, if you get your body in order, if you get your breathing aligned, that is a happier person than just I want to manifest some results in my that life. That is
1: abundance in and of itself, in my point of view. So yes, sure. You,
0: and you could tell that you could tell that story, but it's not money. Like to me, mm. you're not pointing people you know, which manifest I'm not saying manifestation only points people to money, but I'm but saying that's
1: how it's understood.
0: That is how it's understood. Uh, most people kind of understand or associate those. Right. But, and, and to me, it's like, I don't get a sense of like Zandrine's mission in life is to make people have more money in their bank account. No, it's more of, it's Zandrine's, of it. that's one part of it. Yeah. Zandrine's mission in life is to make people feel more whole.
1: And oh, have, you nailed it on the dot. Oh my gosh. This is why you do what you do, which is why Rory, ever since I started to market myself as a manifestation coach, I just felt that there was some kind of something that was not fully aligned and I was losing followers and I was like, oh, it's just the transition that I'm making, but something didn't fully encapsulate everything that I am about, which is why. Because it's not I'm who like,
0: you've been your whole life. You've been very yes. physical you've been very physical. I, I, I I think, you know, I I would, I would bring that back. The other thing is if somebody's following a manifestation coach, if Uh I'm following a manifestation coach, I'm expecting you to show me how to make money show up in my life in (laughs) 10 days. So if you're not doing that, that's not me. Then I, you know, I'm probably unfollowing you. Like if I follow you because I see you're a manifestation coach, I expect you to be teaching me like how to, you know, how to make things show up. And, and if you're, if you've got more going on than just that, then I, and I think you, it's clear you do. You're, you're very, you've got very physical. You have a very physical aspect to what you do um, of which manifestation is a part money is a part, but overall it's about, it's, I think it's more about wellness. So I think you should go out and focus on that um, and focus on, you know, market the problem, market the payoffs, don't market the vehicles. The vehicles are what you teach people once they're your client. Sure. Got it. Got it. All right, my Thank friend. Thank
1: you. Appreciate
0: uh, it. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it so much. We're following your story. At some point, we need to, you know, check in or or bring you back here to hear how you're doing, Zandrine. But um, I believe in you. I feel your light. Like I, I, I could see that that, that this feels more in alignment and activating who, who you're meant to be. All right. So, so go out and do it. Mm, thank
1: you so much,
0: Rory. Appreciate your time. Such a great conversation with Xandrine there. And I think there were several parts of that conversation that I as I listen back and think back that are relevant for you and for, for everyone and for me. And these are one of the reasons I'm loving doing this show is because these are such great reminders. Um, even for me of just things that I, almost everything I'm sharing. I mean, not almost everything I'm sharing with these guests is a result of a mistake that I once made that I had to learn, right? Like it's something that I had to fix. It's, it's, it's something that I was doing wrong and uh, have had to learn. And so I think my, my three biggest takeaways from that conversation. All right. So first of all, you've got to put yourself in a box. Now, I know you hate hearing that, like even hearing those words is like, like I don't wanna be in a box, I wanna be outside the box, right? Like I'm creative, I'm expressive, I'm multidimensional, I'm multi-passionate. Those things are all true. When I say you have to put yourself in a box, I'm talking about from a marketing perspective. People have to be able to understand what you do. And everyone's always trying to be clever and cutesy and creative with their, their marketing clear is greater than clever. Clear is greater than clever. And the more obscure you are. Okay. Or another way of saying that is the least, the the lesser known you are, the more important it is for you to be clear. As you become more well known, you, you earn the right to kind of like be able to do more things. But like Amazon in the beginning, when they started shipping, like it was an online company that was shipping things to your house. That was so different back then. I mean, today it's hard to imagine what life would be like without Amazon, but, but when that company first started, it was so different. The concept was so new. And, and what did they do? They, they were an online retailer, but even more narrow than that, they sold one product. Do you remember what it was books? That's it. They sold books. They were an online retailer of books. Now they sell everything for sure. But it's been, it's been decades working up to that, right? In the beginning, it was books. It was clear. I want, you know, I can buy a book from a website instead of from a store. It was super clear. If they came out of the gates, where it's like, you can buy all of these different things. I think it would have been harder for the world to understand. And and specifically those of you that are independent coaches and consultants and speakers and providers, which is you know been a lot of the world that 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 we have lived in and and the work that we do at brand Builders group I mean Zandrine is one of our clients, right so she's she's doing it really well. I mean she's doing a lot of things right because she's been working on it for a minute and we work with a lot of independent service provider type, type of people is when your expertise is connected to you, when your business is connected to like your passion and you, and in your own like knowledge, um, it becomes even more likely to make the mistake of being sort of too broad in your marketing. And you just, you gotta be clear. So, Yeah. It's, it's got, I've got to be able to know what I can hire you for, which is points me to the second takeaway from, I think this conversation and this interview, and this, this is very marketing conversation. I mean, we don't just talk marketing on this podcast, but marketing is such a huge part of every small business, right? Is how do I get new clients? Well, it starts with marketing, driving leads, to then generate sales. But this is really a, a marketing conversation. And even pre-marketing, this is a positioning conversation. And the biggest thing that people do wrong in marketing is they market their, their message or their method or their process. Don't market your message or your method or your process market, the problem you solve and the payoff you deliver right now, when people hire you, you're going to teach them your method. You're going to take them through your process. You're going to help them understand the truth of your message, but, but they hire you because they, you demonstrate a clear understanding of their problem and, of the payoff, what the thing they want, the destination, or we sometimes call it the promise in, in marketing should just talk about for mostly just talk about those things. There's a little, there's room to talk a little bit about the process, but, but whatever most people do is they, they talk about all their expertise and all, you know, all their experience and all their, how many years they've been in business and how many customers they have. Nobody cares about that stuff. They care about, this is the problem I have. And this is, This is what I wanted my life to look like in the absence of that problem. This is the the payoff or the promise. Those are the two things that you're marketing, whether it's in writing, the spoken word, visually, like uh, those are the things they need to address. So market, market, when I say market, I mean, promote, I mean, talk about, I mean, write about, I mean, speak about, I mean, the words on your page should describe the problem, the problem problem and problems you solve and the payoffs and promises you provide very little about the process or the method at which you follow. Um, because that'll be clear about what I can hire you for. And then number three, and this came up very much for Zandrine and this comes up for so many people is to know, well, what should I be doing? And what, what does make me special and what does make me unique? And, and, this is just our whole world. I mean, it's been my my career. Um AJ and I and our 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 team are constantly just helping people find their uniqueness, find their uniqueness, find their uniqueness. It's not something that you can do, you know, in the snap of a finger, but if there is a shortcut, it is to know this. You're always most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. You're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were trying to understand your passions and your talents and your desires and your calling and, and your market and all that is, is, is good. Those are good things to do, but the clearest line, the, 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 the most straightforward line is to go, who was I? What problem did I have? And what are the various things I've done to solve that problem? That is the most direct or, or concrete a hint it's what we teach our strategists to look for in in helping someone find their uniqueness you're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were so who were you once if you look to that and if if you if you spend time helping the world solve the problems that you've already solved you will be A success. We'll catch you next time. If you would like to appear on the success line, head to success.com slash success line guests to fill out the application
1: form. If you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to rate review. And most of all, tell your friends, this has been a success podcast, head to success.com slash podcast to hear more just like it.